right, welcome to a bonus episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Tammy. And I'm Eddie. And this episode is really, really, really special because, of course, we're going to be talking about BTS. Um, But we're going to be talking about certain things that they've done. So over the summer, they kind of went on a week-long trip to the country outside of Seoul, South Korea. And they actually take themselves in the country in this very, very, very nice house that um, I know I'd never be able to afford, but it looks really, really great. (laughs) It does. And it was beautiful. And um, I am going to say that one day I will be able to afford something like that. Um, I cannot pronounce where it is. I'm not (laughs) having big dreams, right? You got to dream big. yeah, you know, you got to dream big. Um, but I can't, pronounce where this place. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce where this place was. I don't want to chop and screw it up, but it was very, very beautiful. And, you know, maybe because the Airbnb dude or whoever owns it makes so much money, they're all booked out just because of BTS. Um, they might lower the price for it, so we'll be able to afford it. <laughs> I doubt it, seeing as how BTS stayed there for a whole week. I'm sure the price has increased after it was brought to the attention of ARMY that um, you can rent out this house just to be like, oh my God, I'm sleeping in the bed that Jimin slept in. I'm sleeping in the tent that Jin slept in as he walked out every single morning to go beat up the punching bag before he started his day. But was that the, was that a BTS on tent or was that tent part of the property? I have a feeling that you was a gin thing. I don't know. Like, but I feel ooh. like if it was part of the episode, they need to make sure they have that tent available for anyone that rents that house from here on out. Like, just be like, leave the tent behind. Don't take the tent with you. Leave the tent. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, um, take your own tent just in case, because something tells me that was thing. just something. <laughs> Something tells me that was strictly a gin thing. Um, but yeah, it, it seemed like it was just peaceful and relaxing. And it kind of made me wish that um, we had the ability to do things like that, to do more of that. Um, I really would want to find a place I trusted to do a staycay um, during this these COVID Away from times. everyone but and everything. Was- um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just to decompress, get the thoughts together. And it looks like um, it looks like a really good bonding moment. I think it did what it was supposed to do, because if you look at how they were during the Festa, um, this year's Festa, which is the BTS anniversary um, of when they first debuted it. Yeah, uh, their their anniversary Festa party. Um, you did see a disconnect, especially when you get to the letters. Um, and that was, and it's understandable because that was really when people were going through it because Rona and quarantine had first started and it was going on longer than we had expected. And, you know, I, I think we were all under depression that it, this was going to be like a month or two. And then the longer it went on, uh, the more depressed and, you know, we all got so. I just see, I think it did what it was supposed to do and it served its purpose to bringing them back closer together and making some, and reconnecting. I yeah, guess, it, it rebuilt um, some friendships and connections because I, I know I did this during um, when Corona first really hit um, our area is that I kind of went zero dark 30. Like there was 
it, we've never experienced this before. And they've mentioned that as well multiple times in interview in recent interviews where this is something that they've never been through and how they responded to it. They only now realize like, you know, how isolating um, they were and it was to even them towards the other members. So I definitely feel like this made their bond even stronger when they came out of um, or when they left the uh, the vacation house that they had. Definitely. But let's get to some um, some interesting things that happened <laughs> on In The Soup. So um, were you into it from the very, very beginning? I'm like you, I was. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out like that? I'm just gonna put that out there. No, I was like, I, and I get it. Like, you know, when you said you went zero dark 30, we all did. I've said it a million times. None of us are coming out of this without some form of PTSD, but I, I really did. I guess because I was vicari- living vicariously through them, wishing that, hey, I could just go to some fancy vacation house. But I, I loved it from the car trip moments when they starved me. <laughs> oh my God, that hours. was horrible. He was like, I'm hungry. And everybody was just like, He's hungry. And they were like, yeah, he's going to have to eat when we get there. <laughs> we ain't stopping. Yeah, and, and everybody in his car, which was Jimin and J-Hope, they were like, okay, we'll radio them and let you know we're hungry. And then they, the, the cruel part was, though, he knew exactly what he wanted to eat. And they were like, oh, okay, we can just stop and get it on the way out. And then everybody was like, uh, no, we'll eat when we get there. And I'm just like, and they were like, no, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. <laughs> And the way they said it was like, oh, it's just a 30-minute drive outside the city. No, it was a couple of hours at least. And it's just like starving. (laughs) In the passenger seat. I felt so bad for I felt so bad for me during that. I did too, because as you know, as we talked about, hey, here in America, we've been like, look, I got the GPS. Me and my crew, we're gonna stop and catch up with y'all. We're gonna catch up with y'all. We'll meet y'all there. You know, we all go but, into the same place and we all got the same GPS in our Hyundai. So we good. We good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And then um, another one of my favorites is when uh, Suga's song came on, Day With Cha, and they were all just at different points in three different cars, they were all singing the song. Um, it seemed like that was like one of the first songs they all decided to put on. And, and so I just, I, I really liked it. I, I, I was into it from the beginning. What about um, yourself? Uh, I, I'll be honest and say that the reason why I first started to watch it, of course, is because it is BTS. And, um, but I think like I have a very honest viewpoint of like my dedication to BTS. Um, I love them, but at the same time, like I just, I'm a little standoffish sometimes because <laughs> um, they're so huge, but it took about episode four. I think that was like the episode where it first showed like the bond that they had and how strong their bond was and how close they were. And when I saw that, like I enjoyed that episode from beginning to end. And I was just like, okay, now I'm into it. So it, it took episode four to really pull me in. Episode one, two, and three, I watched it because it's BTS. But episode four, I watched it because I started to enjoy, like, the actual episode. So, um, yeah, it, it took me a minute, but it, it was good. Like, it, it was really, really good. And I loved seeing the different roles of the members. Like, I watched, you know, I've watched so many YouTube videos <laughs> because I'm addicted to it. And, um... You, you get to know their personalities, but actually seeing it with them fully together and kind of 
being a little bit more open with it, it, it was it was great. Like I, I really loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I, and I kind of think, you know me, I, I'm always willing to, to give stuff a chance, but I kind of took it for what it was, like a reconnection, you know, even though they see, they talk to each other, it, I'm thinking it was around the time maybe when they were starting to put together Dynamite. Um, I'm not sure, but it was it was right, uh, it was before it was before um, Dynamite. So it was it was right it was right before yeah. um, they started thinking about uh, the song Dynamite. Yeah, so you know they they hadn't really been together all day like they like they would normally be. Um, they were off doing their own thing, so it's kind of like okay. Getting, I took it as the first three episodes were them just getting comfortable with each other again, kind of, and because they also say that even though they've traveled together before, aside from touring, um, it, it this is the first time that they've actually done something like this, you know. Um, and I guess where it was just them and nothing else, like they didn't have anything else distracting them. It wasn't a big city where they could each go off on their own or get into their groups and two people go to a museum and some others go out to eat. It was just them in this isolated place. So I think it was just the kind of showing up those slow bonds of, hey, before we get into this, just kind of filling it out, if that makes And I sense. love that it, um, but, it really brought attention to certain um, friendships within the group that don't get that much attention, like V and J-Hope. Um, I love the car ride that they took and um, them just spending the day together and, um, you know, just enjoying each eating burgers. And yeah, dancing you know, and dancing in the parking, in the parking lot. lot and just taking a walk um, along the water. Like, I, I thought that was really, really awesome because although we do know that they're all really, really close, um, certain members are closer to other members, right? And then there's other ones where, you know, they, they don't have that, you know, um, as much of a bond as other ones do. And so it was nice to see uh, those groups like come together and really, and really, really connect. So like seeing Jen and J-Hope when they went on their jog, um, <laughs> I was just like, wait, like, oh, like y'all really jogging now? And they were like, yeah, like they really went jogging. <laughs> and then, um, but you know what I noticed is that um, it was J-Hope. Like, I I know, like, we know J-Hope is closest to, um, he's closest to RM, Sugar, and Jimin. Um, but I never really get to see him with um, JK or with V or with Jin as much. So during this whole thing, like, it, it was nice to see the bond that he has with those three um, Compared to like me always seeing the bonds that he has with the other members of the group, so that that was that was really nice to see. Like he's really close with all of them, and um, yeah, I, I, I like that because you know I love J Hope, so <laughs> it was nice yeah. to see their their, um, their their connection and their bond with the other members rather than the ones that we always see them with. You know. Yeah. Speaking of Jen, um, Precious, I, I must say that. Yes, Precious. I must say that my appreciation for Jen has yes. grown um, as my love of BTS has grown. And I really, you know, I, but this in the soup has cemented it. Like, just really getting to see Jen and who he is as a person and know a little bit more about him. And he really is the young maknae. Like, Jen, 
we say sugar has no fucks to give, like the swag but, king, and that's but true. that's public no but fucks. Jim, I, you Jim realize no fucks no matter what. <laughs> yeah, you realize Jin is really it's truly the king of no, no. fucks giving. Jin marches to the beat of his own drum he wants, and apologizes when he wants to, to do it. No one <laughs> firecrackers. He wakes up at seven because he wants to like pop some firecrackers. He gonna pop some firecrackers even though everybody else is sleeping. <laughs> Hung, they weren't just sleeping, they were hung over. Yes. That was the night that they had, they were hung over. And but what really got me with Jen is every morning, ever <laughs> stated, Jen slept in a tent, and I love that. Okay, um, so he slept in a tent, and every morning he would get he would stumble out of this tent, like and he always made a comment about how hot he was, <laughs> yes, and how hot he was stumbling out of this tent. He, there was a punching bag set up for JK. Jen would take one of those stretch rollers and he would always, he would either kick the punching bag or he would hit it every morning, like out of routine, clockwork with this stretch roller. And I'm just like, it was so random. And you're like, what the fuck? But when he didn't do it in the last episode, I missed it. I'm like, that's... yeah, like I was just like, wait, hold up. And I felt like he paused for a minute. Like he realized that he didn't do his normal routine, but he'd already passed the punching bag. So he wasn't going to go back. So he just kept going. But I was just like, hey, yeah. <laughs> punching bag now. <laughs> but on that morning, on that morning at seven o'clock, he decided to do something just as random. Go fly a, a kite. Like, <laughs> After he took a shower. Or, or After try he to fly a shower, kite. He decided to go fly a, fly a kite in the bright morning sun. <laughs> and I, but, and even though this is a relationship we see, I love seeing more of the odd couple. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jen and Sugar's relationship. Oh, their bond is and amazing. Love- Absolutely amazing. And I, and I love the fact that Jen loves to fish, but he's a horrible <laughs> fisherman. He never caught anything. And when him is, <laughs> and he threatened baldness on the guy, on the on the cameraman, on one of the staff, like for not helping him. Um, but I love when he and Sugar went out fishing. He goes, "I think we picked the wrong spot, Yungi." And Sugar goes, "No, it's just us." <laughs> Like, his commentary where he was fishing was like, I'm supposed to be catching fish, not the ground. It was amazing. And um, so, yeah, Jen definitely cemented his, his, his status to me. He, he, I, he moved up, I, on, I felt he moved up on my members list. He definitely moved up on my members list. Because I'll yeah. be honest and say that Jen was at the bottom of the list. Um, oh, well, you know, he was at the semi-bottom of the list. He was second to last. And, so, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but he was at the he was at the second to last, and he has sure enough definitely moved up on the list because he it was just awesome getting to know who he was um, as a person um, because they don't really put as much attention on him, um, and I'm just like y'all need to because he's worldwide handsome. He doesn't need the attention. Touché. He just he um, just. He just you know, he just kisses you, sends you air kisses, and just is like, "Hey, I'm handsome. What else do you?" Need One to other know? thing that I I really loved was kind of seeing the the other talents of the members. Like, I did not realize that Sugar was as an amazing of a cook as he was, and that he actually cooks all the time for the like when they then they want to cook something. Sugar's usually the one that's actually cooking for them. 
And um, it was just awesome to see. I'm just like, wow, like he can really like throw down. <laughs> okay. And he didn't trust he didn't trust the rest yeah. of with any type of weapons whatsoever. So he did it all himself. He no. was just like, oh, we need to um we need to um fire up the cauldron. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um just give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me. And, and you asked and you had the nerve to ask, why don't they have knives? Why did they do the knives? And my response to was, because they did have a knife, though. They did have a knife. They had a knife. They had one knife, but they didn't. Yeah, but they didn't have like yeah, they didn't knives, have or they were knives. all there dirty. No but you were steak like knives anywhere in the like, houses that they were staying in. No steak knives whatsoever. Um, it is hilarious how they have like no possibility of weapons. But it's only certain members that they don't trust. Like I would never trust RM with any type of weapon because he is the clumsiest genius I have ever seen in my entire life. Yes, I said it. He's an actual genius. But he's an idiot as well. Like it's, it's it's really cute. It's really cute. I love RM. Well, he's the one who breaks. He's the one who breaks the screen door. So, he breaks um, everything just by opening he it. Breaks everything. There is not a moment that can happen with BTS without um, RM breaking something. Um, another thing that I really loved was yeah. how respectful the younger members were. Like I, we 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 compared this right. We were talking about how. Um, teenagers are in America or how we were when we were teenagers compared to how they were in their 20s with the older members where they were being woken up out of their sleep to go get stuff from the other house <laughs> and they actually would do it and I'm just like we would be like your legs ain't broke like what's wrong with your hands like you can get it yourself and no they just did it like <laughs> even if they didn't want to do it they still just did it so that that was that was I, I love that. Like, I, that's one thing I love about um, their culture. Um, I know it can be annoying, but I think that's more my American mindset of I just wouldn't be on that level. But um, I, I really do love how respectful they are to each other um, and to the um, the young line when they need something done. Like, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I... So speaking of other talents, now we know JK is, the, they don't call him the golden mockmaker for nothing, but we actually got to see him do something besides sing and dance. And, you know, he cooked and he made a sauce from scratch for the chicken. And at first, and I love JK, his response for everything is watch the video. Like when he wanted to learn how to help Jen cut the fish when they were making sushi, he, he watched the video on YouTube. Um, kind of reminds me of my mom because she's like that. Watch the video for everything. Um, when he was first starting to make the sauce, he was like, I'm going to watch the video. And then he was like, nah, this isn't working for me. So he just he just kind of winged it. And they say it still turned out good. But um, and we know that he's an artist and we actually got to see that put on display. And it and he, and he kept he kept saying that, oh, he wanted to be the Korean Bob Ross. I think he's well on his way. That painting was gorgeous. Both of them were. Both of his paintings were really, really, yeah. really good. And I, I, you know, you know me. I JK fan, or I wasn't a JK fan. Um, we'll talk about that. But um, I've always acknowledged the fact that he's very, very, very talented. He's a very, extremely talented young man, and I hate it. Too. But, <laughs> But I do acknowledge the fact that he's very, very talented. His whole family is full of artists, though. Um, they mainly get it from his mom, like their mom, because his brother is also an artist as well. 
Um, so I guess it just runs in the family. But yeah, like he he he's top notch, like all around. Like he's really, really, really awesome. But um Yeah. And RM's dot painting. It, it seemed was, it seems yeah, I didn't know what it was, was going gorgeous up when being, he finished. But it turned out really good. Yeah. And he they said it was the view from his room, so I like that. And even J Hope's painting was was cute J-Hope's once they fixed it. <laughs> It was trash. I liked it once they fixed it. It was cute. It, was it wasn't. It it was it was it was art. Okay, and art is very subjective sometimes. But it was cute once they fixed it. Was it was trash, and he knew um, it was trash. The, <laughs> the other one of the other bonding moments I loved is when everyone but J Hope did the wood carving, <laughs> and he's the one who and said then, he wanted to do it. And he kept saying, "Okay, I'm gonna carve wood today. I'm gonna do the wood carving." So. Uh, Jamin, Sugar, and Jen actually sat down to do the wood carving, and Jen was trying to make chopsticks. What did he make? He made chopsticks in some sort of bowl. He, he ended but up kind of then, messing up his chopsticks, but he did make a bowl that he ended up using once and then throwing away. <laughs> and, and but every it was funny because after that, every time someone said they wanted to try wood carving, Sugar's first response was, "No, yeah. don't do it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it like, no, 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 no. It, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It is nothing like what." Yeah. Um, he was like, we did it so you don't have to. <laughs> but JK actually sat down and I guess he, he made, maybe he didn't finish, but he actually ended up watching a video, like you said, and then doing his own wood carving just by himself, just chilling at the table by himself, you know, carving his wood. And um, he's very, very um, focused. Like, that's a really good... Trait to have is how focused he is when he wants to learn something or he wants to do something. Um, he can be very focused on getting it done. So that that was really, really, yeah, that was really cool. And um, I think the biggest relationship moment or takeaway from this was um, what happened between J.K. and B. Um, it seemed like that the Rona, the disconnect, it wasn't even just from the Rona, they said. Um, they had been disconnected for a while, and this gave them, their little quote-unquote date night gave them the opportunity um, to reconnect, and it seems like it worked. <laughs> um, but I thought that was cute, and they really had a great conversation, it seems, and I'm glad that we weren't privy to a lot of that conversation, you know, so you know that it was some some real stuff being hashed out and worked out there, and I love how they, um, how Jimin tricked him into going when, cause you know, like kind of how, um, he just kind of goes, he goes, he sometimes he just goes along with what Jimin says. So Jimin is just like, oh, you're staying in the floating house. And I'm just like, of course you know that. And he's just like, oh, it's leaking. And even as he's walking outside following Jimin, he says, but it didn't even rain today. Yeah, like what? How? Because he's like, is it from the rain? And then he, he so at first he's like, yeah, okay, it's from the rain. And then once he's thinking about it, he's like, because he really wanted to go boxing. He had his boxing gloves on, and then he was like, um, but it didn't rain. And then when he he gets him out to like the place we set up, I guess the picnic area by the river, and B has this cute little quote unquote date night set up for them. Um, and just Jermaine to was like, and all the chaos. Like, he was just like, I'm gonna be over there. Bye. <laughs> we Bye. And they talk and all the chaos going on around them and they and you know and I think that's also a sign of respect because 
you know, everybody else in America, we all would have been trying to interrupt the conversation. But for the most part, the members left them alone to just talk out whatever it was. They um, didn't leave them, though. I think there was a reason why J-Hope and Jimin stayed outside through the whole thing. Like, they actually didn't leave them. They were just kind of doing their own thing on the side. Yeah, they were all out there, but they left them to their conversation is what I'm trying to say. I know they didn't leave because it was chaos. You could see them all playing or hear them in the background. But um, so that was really cool. Uh, There was another one that I liked. Uh, Oh, goodness. I'm drawing a blank. Besides Sugar and... um, Jen's whole moment when Sugar said, I'm choosing to not listen to you. Ignore you, yes, that and then he lost the game when he did not actually follow the advice of Jin, (laughs) who is not only the oldest but a gamer pro. Like, Jin will tell you in multiple interviews if he has a day off, he's spending 20 hours Mm -hmm. playing games, gaming. That's all he will do. He's like, I order food and I play games all day, so he is the gaming king. But yeah, I I loved in this group. I thought it was. It great. ended up being a All really. It, it, it was great to see them, just them together without like, um, contrived like dramas or whatever like that. Like um, when they do um, BTS run, or run BTS, whichever one is called, and uh, you have like actual like activities that they have to do. But with this one, all they did was tell the staff members what they what they were thinking of doing when they got there. Every single thing that they had on their list was provided for them, and then they were left to their own devices. And it was very sparse um, staff. Of course, you saw them every once in a while blurred out in the background, but it was really sparse staff. They were at a house like down the hill a little bit, and so it was really just BTS on their own like you know doing whatever they wanted to do and it ended up not being boring to just see them reading a book sugar reading a book near the river like that was that was nice and peaceful like you know so and whenever someone got too close he would get annoyed and be like i need quiet and, just get up and, and it kind of mimics our and it kind of mimics like rm's first day like when they first got there that was all rm was trying to do was just find some place to decompress read a book and he couldn't and he, you see him going all over the place. And then all of a sudden, Sugar's like, oh, I get it now. So it, it, so, it, was, it was really, it was cool. I, I, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it from even like, as even as I wasn't fully into it with the first three episodes, I still was just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, this is BTS. Like, <laughs> this, this, this is them. But the ending was just awesome like um um you know them having their bonding moments they ate every meal together there's only one meal where one member missed it but other than that one meal they they always ate together i thought that was amazing like that's something that i've always wanted to like have that i guess we just we just don't do that kind of stuff in america but um but even at the end when they were recording the um, the theme song that they made up <laughs> while at the house. Even like the ending when they were like all playing around and you saw them in their element even with that. You saw Sugar in his element where he's the ultimate producer of the group and you saw him sitting there like producing and telling them what he needed and you know it, it, it was really really cool like if you get an opportunity to 
um, watch the episodes, I would say go for it. Like if you are even a small smidge fan of BTS, you will enjoy watching um, this docu-series that they did um, over, you know, I think it was like six or seven days. Like it, it, it was really, really cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I loved it. And I feel that they came out closer than when they went in, when they arrived. They definitely came out of this even um, as closer members. But at the same time, one thing I love is they also, I think, came out more mature um, and purposeful on what they wanted, right? Because that's one thing that quarantine, I feel, has done for them. It's shown them what they want and them going after it, like no no side things like they're just going to be focused on what they want to achieve and they're going to go for it because quarantine really jacked up their plans this year and they had to revise their plans and i think in the soup showed that yeah bts 2021 yeah they're coming everything everything that they want they're coming for it <laughs> and may they get it they deserve it they deserve all the things um and that does it for this special episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, peace out.